Hello, America. Time for the Daily Answer. And here I am, your host, Mark Dunnigan. Recently, I saw an article about a man from Japan, maybe saw the same news story, who had a lifetime dream of becoming a dog. He found a company that made him, I don't know, somewhat realistic looking collie outfit for around fourteen dollars to $15,000. And as a result, he you know put it on, ventured out in that costume, uh, took a walk, interacted with a few other dogs, rolled over, played fetch. There you go. Lifetime goal. And a number of people follow his YouTube channel and are giving positive feedback. I wanted to kind of give some thoughts on that and other things as well. You know, he said, hey, I finally became a dog and I would respond. And this is the thing where we need more adults in the room. We need, we need more adults on Facebook. We need more adults on the internet. Because when someone says, hey, I finally became a dog, an adult would say, no, you did not become a dog. You're still a man. You're a man in a dog costume pretending to be a dog. But you did not become a dog. In fact, you don't want to become a dog. And let me justify that. The reason I say this is because that man is unwilling to give up his perks as a human being, his perks as a man. Instead of becoming, saying, I became a dog. No, he wanted to be pretend to be a collie for like an afternoon, for a limited time. He does not want to live in that dog outfit 24-7. You see, real dogs live in their skin all the time. Real dogs have that coat on all the time. It's not a costume. They don't get to take it off. And what that reminded me of was that Oh, now and then you'll encounter someone, sometimes it's an older man, who might say something like, I want to be a six-year-old girl. I never got to be a six-year-old girl, and I want to be a six-year-old girl. That's my dream. And so he dresses up like a six-year-old girl. Of course, the dress that he is wearing is way too big for any six-year-old who's ever lived. But why, while he does that, and this would be true in other cases as well, he still wants to hold on to his perks, privileges in the adult world. You see, if you're truly a six-year-old girl, you're not drawn retirement from Social Security. You're not drawn from a retirement account. Not only that, but you don't have a driver's license and you don't own a car and you don't have a house or an apartment of your own. And... You're not cooking dinner and you're not drinking alcohol and you're not going out to eat by yourself. If you're a six-year-old girl, you are not out walking the neighborhood by yourself. You're not making all those independent decisions. Not only that, but typically I think even in our culture, the average six-year-old is not just allowed to search the internet um, without any parameters, whatever. I think even probably the average six-year-old does not have their own cell phone. And a six-year-old girl is not looking at pornography and or other unsuitable things and is not listening to unsuitable things and is not allowed to watch certain 
movies, okay, that are not age appropriate. And not only that, but six-year-old girls do not plan vacations and go on vacations with, you know, like by themselves. Their parents might take them, but they're not the one planning that trip. And they're not planning their own schedule. And so all of that to me adds up is that I do not buy those claims of, oh, I want to be a dog. Wait a minute. Okay. But you're unwilling to give up your human perks. You see, dogs have no internet access. And dogs can't post things. Now, their owner might post something. But a dog can't post anything online. And a dog and a dog doesn't use a laptop and a dog's not using a cell phone and a dog's not using a real toilet and dogs aren't getting what I would consider like a, a real shower. Okay. Like a human being would go in and shower every day and things like that. And your typical dog does not have $14,000 to buy a costume. And so I'm, I, I don't buy this idea I finally become a dog or I want to be a six-year-old girl. Well, but you're unwilling to give up everything as an adult. You, you want to have it both ways. For me, it would be wonderful justice for someone like that to be actually forced to live like a real dog for a month or a year. Hey, sorry, buddy, but you got to keep that costume on no matter how hot it is 24-7. You got to stay in it. And here's your dog food and here's your bowl of water. No human privileges and no cell phone and no internet, right? Um, you're a dog. Not only that, but we're going to, you know, if we take you on a trip, we're going to put you in a pen in the car. I mean, or we go to a hotel room, you're going to be in that pen at night. Uh, no one considers that. Now, if you put a human being in the pen, that would be considered not good, right? But all sorts of people travel throughout the country in their car with a dog and stay in a hotel room. Or they leave their house and the dog is in a cage. Yeah, with food and water, but that dog's in a cage. And you don't get to use the toilet. Uh, you don't get to use any TP either. I don't know any dogs that use toilet paper. And so, man, just... And if someone's going to brush your teeth, it has to be somebody else. And I'm not sure how many owners brush their dog's teeth on a, like a human being does, like every day. Not only that, but if you get sick, uh, vet. And not, I mean, vet vets are very qualified people, but you're not going to a people doctor, you're going to a vet. And you're getting all the dog shots. I mean, when you go in, you get the dog examination. You don't get the human examination. Not only that, but if, I mean, if you're going to have to have an owner. You're going to have to have an owner. You can't be your own person. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing that struck me. Most of the people I know that kind of fall into this category of, I want to be a dog, I want to be a six-year-old girl, wherever it may be, the reality is that they only want to do that for a limited time, like an afternoon, uh, like, you know, or it's not like 24-7. They don't want, they, they, I know of no adult that wants the six-year-old life 24-7, no adult perks 
whatever. They want to have their limited time. They want to pretend for a while. But man, they don't want that 24-7 because that means you lose all your big person privileges. And it, it dawned on me, too, that I think there's a number of non-Christians and unfaithful Christians who kind of basically, I would argue, it's kind of like the same thing. They they only want to be apart from God and his blessings for a limited amount of time. They certainly don't want to become the attic stripped of basic comforts. Even unfaithful Christians want some sense of order, security, and their neighbors being honest and good. It's like the people that go to Vegas, kind of go to Vegas. What stays, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, which is a lie because you come back and it comes with you. And, but the idea, we're going to go to Vegas and let her hair down. Okay. We're going to go to Vegas and let her hair down. But you know what? When they get back on the plane headed home, guess what? They don't want the pilots on that plane letting their hair down. They don't want the they don't want the mechanics on the plane letting their hair down. Oh, that's good enough. You know, let her go. See if she stays up in the air. And they certainly don't want the airline letting its hair down. They don't want the airport letting its hair down. And they don't want the Uber driver letting his hair down or her hair down. I mean, they want to come back to a world where people are being responsible and moral. They the people that go off and, hey, I'm going to let my hair down and rebel for a while or whatever. Okay. But the thing is, they want everybody else behaving as they should during that time. Like, if you go to Vegas and check into a hotel, you don't want the hotel letting its hair down. You want the hotel like, hey, I, I want them clean, coming in here and cleaning up my room and doing a good job and not overcharging me. And, right, I want good service. If you go to a restaurant, you don't, you don't want the cook letting his hair down like, well, let's just fling it together tonight. And, you know, hey, you know, who cares? Who cares what we do? Isn't it funny? We'll just spit it in it and serve it to them. Ha, ha, ha. Well, that's letting your hair down. They don't want that. They want the cook. They want the cook following health regulations and the server. They don't want the server showing up with their his or her fingers in their water glasses or their drink. They want the rest of the world assuming its responsibilities. And I really wonder about the people who encourage on online and put the comments on YouTube or Facebook or whatever that are encouraging people to do this. Well, what if their child wanted to do such? Is there any concern for truth or reality or is everyone just positioning themselves to look so nice and so compassionate more than the next guy? Is it nothing about obtaining currency? And is there a limit to what you can pretend to be? Is there a limit? To me, it also makes me think about goals. So that was the ultimate goal for that person, not to find the truth or God or meaning or purpose but to dress up like a dog and go for a walk and play fetch. And you need to think a little higher, aim a little higher, think a little deeper. The other thing is, is if, if this individual had certainly done it in private, then I might say, I, I, I might trust his motivation a little more. The very fact, though, that it's public, that it's on a YouTube page, that it's there to get subscribers, etc., and a following. I'm not, anytime people do that, it makes me suspect of when the person says, this has been my lifelong dream. 
I don't know. Is that your lifelong dream or is it my lifelong dream has to been has to gain some sort of fame and popularity? And this is simply what I found that appealed to people. I tried a number of different things, and this is the one that um, gave me the most likes. This is the one that created the biggest audience. And so that's what I did. Now, I guess that many people would respond to me and disagree with me and say, well, okay, but how does it, how does a guy dressing up like a, a dog hurt you? How does that threaten your life? Okay, here's the thing. I always find that's the first argument to justify something that's going to become dangerous. Uh, case in point, prior to the Second World War, Various supposedly smart and intelligent people were praising what Hitler had accomplished in Germany in bringing it back from economic ruin after the First World War. And were basically saying, all you guys who are worried about him, you know, no, how is he going to hurt you or whatever? Well, yeah, he, he brought hell on earth is what happened. I believe also around 20 years ago, I would probably typically hear that argument or more people trying to justify the homosexual movement by saying, how does their lifestyle harm you? Well, that was 20 or 30 years ago that I would hear that argument. We've had 20 or 30 years of the fruit of that movement and the progression of that movement into other movements, including men pretending to be women and being able to shower with your daughter now, right? And men dressed in erotic clothing and drag reading suggestive books to little kids. Well, how does that, okay, not hearing that argument much anymore because it seems like at least it's been silenced in that realm. The truth of the matter is there are times I'm not sure how this is going to affect us, but it is, and it's not going to be good. I honestly do not know all the ramifications. All I know is history. All I know is history and scripture, and all I know is that sin is a reproach to any people. All I know is that pretending to be somebody you're not brings horrific consequences at the end of the day. When, when I start lying about who I am and when people start covering for me like the emperor's new clothes and lying too, at that point often civilizations go sideways. When there are no more adults left in the room and say, no, you're not a dog. That affects all of us. This is Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, see you in the funny papers.